Whittier. Welcome back to the My Whittier Podcast. I'm your host, Bob Reese, longtime Whittier resident and self-proclaimed foodie. I thought it would be fun to give you a local's perspective on the city of Whittier, California. On this podcast, we celebrate Whittier's past, present, and future. We champion small business, and we embrace community. Thank you for joining me, and welcome back to the show. All right, so it's Wednesday. April 12th. It is about 57 degrees and cloudy here in Whittier, California, but the weekend was absolutely amazing. Easter weekend was just uh, diamonds, beautiful weather. And uh, I had uh, Easter celebrations on Saturday and Sunday. So a lot of family, a lot of food, and the weekend just flew by. And uh, But it was good. It was really good. I was just amazed at how beautiful it was. And Normally, it's like that pretty much every day here in California. We took it for granted, or at least I did, with all of this cold weather. Uh, I forgot just how beautiful and sunny and hot it could get here in uh, California for a minute. Beautiful weekend. So hopefully you guys had a really, really nice weekend. The year continues to fly by. It is April 12th already, guys. We are halfway through the month here. And um, I don't know if it's just me, but this year and these weeks just continue to roll by. And that is just crazy. But um, thank you for returning. If you're a returning listener, I really, really appreciate you guys. And um, we are getting some traction on the podcast here. We're having some great guests and you guys are listening. And I really, really appreciate that. I can't thank you enough. If you're a new listener, thank you for joining me today. Thanks for giving us a try. This is a Whittier centric podcast. Whittier-centric. That means we focus on the city of Whittier, California only. Uh, we do touch on other cities from time to time, but our main focus is Whittier. It always has been. I started uh, the My Whittier brand in 2012. And uh, yeah, 2012. So all of this stuff didn't happen overnight. That's for sure. We've been working really hard over the years and um, just growing and growing and growing. And so, you know, it was my thought process to put a focus, shine a light on the city of Whittier, California only, take care of our local business owners, our crafters, our makers, um, highlight the food, highlight the people. And uh, that's what it is. That's what uh, my Whittier is. And we've been doing that for going on 11 years now. And um, it is a really, really fun space to be in. Um Shout out to all of my out-of-state, out-of-country listeners as well. Thank you, guys. I really appreciate it. You no longer live here, but your heart is still here in Whittier, so you're always welcome here on the My Whittier platform. You can find me on Instagram, Facebook, uh, YouTube, of course, the podcast, and MyWhittier.com. So this is all working together here. We are not definitely not a one-trick pony. We have um, a lot of uh, angles coming at you. So basically, you just type in my Whittier and you're going to find uh, a platform that suits you just right. Now, um, I just created a new newsletter. And I'm really, really excited about this. I had been thinking about it for a really long time. I'm not a really great writer. So it took me a while to kind of find a format that works for me. And um, I've been kind of like kicking around names and kind of trying to figure out how I'm going to approach this because I really wanted it to be 
um, something cool. I wanted to add value. I wanted, I wanted it to be something that you guys could really benefit from and uh, be a part of. So um, I'm rolling out. I rolled out the first official newsletter last week. And it looks like about 94 people got that newsletter and um, really enjoyed it. So I'm going to send out this week's newsletter a little later this afternoon. And yeah, so um, you just go to the My Whittier website, mywhittier.com, and sign up for that. And um, you can be a part of the newsletter. The newsletter is called The Whittier Parrot. It's the Whittier Parrot Newsletter, WPN, and um, that is a My Whittier creation. But we're going to call it the My. We're going to call it the Whittier Parrot, and um, yeah, that's going to give you some uh, some inside information. This week, I'm actually dropping a, a little tidbit on there, and we kind of like cover the things that we covered on Instagram and Facebook uh, through the week and stuff like that. So, um, as time goes on. We're going to get that really dialed in for you. So just um, sign up for that newsletter. Let me know what you'd like to see on it. I'm going to start getting with um, some of my local businesses, getting you guys some really good offers, exclusive offers that are going to be only available through the newsletter and um, exclusive information, insider information. And um, yeah, as time goes on, the newsletter is going to be awesome. I really I'm really excited about it. And uh, looking forward to this upcoming uh, issue. And then um, I'm hoping to do it weekly. Like I need another project. I need another project. Like I need a hole in the head. But this is something I'm really passionate about. And I really um, I'm excited about it. I'm excited about the newsletter. So sign up for that and be a part of it because I think you're going to really like it. So May is going to be a really uh, busy month for events here in Whittier. And um by the way, if you have an event that you want me to share on the My Whittier podcast, make sure and drop me a line. And uh, you can do that on any of my social media outlets. You can email me direct at contactmywhittier at gmail.com. But uh, a lot of events coming up. Uh, we're going to get to a few of those at the uh, back end of the show here. But I've been talking about Founders Day. Founders Day, Founders Day, Founders Day. That's happening in May. And I, I post uh, posted the flyer. And I talk about it here on the on the uh, podcast, but I thought to myself, you know what? Why don't we get? Why don't we dig a little deeper? Why don't we get the man in charge of putting the event together this year, Ryan Banfield, and um, get him on the show and just let him talk about what we can expect uh, for Founders Day this year, what it's all about, and uh, kind of give you all of the details so that you can. Um, Enjoy this day, know what's coming, and uh, make it out for this great event. So without further ado, here is my interview with Mr. Ryan Banfield. All right. Once again, uh, we were talking about uh, Founders Day coming up. And so I thought, you know what? Let's get the man in charge of the event this year, Ryan Banfield. He's a dreamer and a doer at Themed Entertainment Projects, co-creator and owner of Night Shadow Theater, owner of The Haunted Rose, and um, we are uh, so happy to have you here, Ryan. What's up, man? Thank you for having me, How's man. Going I'm on? really excited to be here. This is awesome. So um, before we get into this amazing event 
Founders Day, uh, co-creator and owner of Night Shadow Theater. So you are a themed entertainer, entertainment uh, project designer. Yeah, I guess you could say, right? I'm, Guru. I'm I'm kind of your creative director, art director type. You can come in with a concept to me, and I basically can figure it out from scratch. I mean, we have nothing to a, a drawing on a paper napkin, and we can take it to a finished, awesome, like turnkey event or product. So your uh, your wheelhouse for your personal, the way you got started, was haunted houses, right? Yeah, well, growing up, yeah, a big part of my growing up was haunted houses, but um, I've always been into theme parks and um, film um, film special effects. I actually, uh, over the last 20 years, I've worked in um, professionally in the entertainment industry as a special effects artist for various large companies, Disney, Knott's Berry Farm. Um, I used to work for Stan Winston when he was alive, uh, working on big budget motion pictures. Um, one of which you'd recognize would be Avatar um, in the most recent years uh, for James Cameron. I also did some work for Cirque du Soleil, um, as well as um, themed tree houses for a company in Paso Robles. So I've been kind of around the gamut on just being an all-around creative jack-of-all-trades. So your events are not limited. You could go, there's, you, you could do any event, Yeah. anything. You could come to me with anything Yeah. And you could do it. So um, that's one of the reasons why uh, you are in charge of Founders Day this year. Now, how did you hook up with the museum? Because I know the museum usually heads that event, uh, Founders Day. And before we before you answer that question, maybe we should uh, maybe you should tell us what Founders Day is. Yeah. So um, we're going to be talking about Founders Day specifically for this year, 2023. It's it's a local um, tradition that we've had in, here in Whittier that. Some local Whittierites may not be familiar with, but um, it, it goes all the way back to uh, May of 1887 when Jonathan and Rebecca Bailey first moved into the little ranch house, the Bailey House, in the northeast corner of Uptown. Uh, in May 11th, 1894, the Founders Day Association was formed uh, by Jonathan Bailey, and he called together the newly formed town and local vicinity of um, townspeople to meet in a community picnic. The purpose of the gathering was to keep alive and perpetuate the founding development and progress of Whittier. Uh, children from the state school, public school, and academy formed a line and marched to the park. And in 1931, Central Park was re recognized as the continued annual location for the community picnic. In 1987 at Central Park, there was another parade and an unveiling of the John Greenleaf Whittier statue featuring the likeness of the poet who this city received its name from. In 1988, the Founders Day Committee requested the Whittier Historical Society and Museum to sponsor the event, which has carried the tradition on since 1989. Amazing. So uh, a total community event. This is um, for the people. Yeah. This is made by the people for the people. And I mean, this is a, unlike unlike other cities out there where, you know, you kind of have a, a city or, 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 or government entity kind of facilitating the event. This was a city totally, it was homespun by, by the locals to put this together to celebrate what they are as a town. And that's what makes this really special. I think I read that it was called uh, the Elderly People Society in the beginning. Yeah, when I was, like I was doing a little more research onto it and and as the story goes, um, they uh, for elderly 60 and over, they would invite them out to the picnic and they'd actually give them a free meal. Okay. Yeah, they didn't nice. have to pay for any food. Yeah. They just got to eat at the picnic for free. Awesome. 
So that's cool. Um, and here we are today still celebrating Founders Day. But uh, my original question, how did you get involved with the museum? How did they tab you to be the guy? Um, in a roundabout way, how, the, how that came about was um, kind of touching back when we were talking about the Haunted Rose. So I, I run the Haunted Rose Haunted Attraction. It's a branded haunted house that um, I designed, created, and built. I started it back in 2016 in Unincorporated Whittier at mine and my wife's home. And um, it got um, local press and um, people in the theater and ha uh, theater theme park at Haunted Rose or uh, Haunted House um, circles um, came to visit it and it really um, blew up in the media and it really became this big thing and uh, over the course of like the next f uh, five years we we kept building it up more and more each year at the house until like the crowds got pretty epic over there we, you know we were seeing like 1300 guests in a and you're probably included on the map like go go see go <laughs> yeah see yeah yeah it was definitely becoming a big buzz around S southern california especially since it was a homemade thing that was actually on the level of like professional theme park kind of work. Like people that would come through this haunted house would compare it to like not scary farm level quality or Universal Studios Halloween Horror Nights kind of quality haunted houses. And um, so I was always in the back of my mind, I was like, I want to take this to a bigger location. And after scouting around, I looked at many cities, um, a few or like Long Beach and La Habra and like after going through various deals to try to bring them to those cities that just didn't really pan out. Um, I was getting kind of discouraged because like, man, I'm just not going to find a place. And it was always in the back of my mind, like, I want to bring it here to Whittier where I live. This town is really into Halloween. The east side big of time. town is big time into Halloween. And um, I just want, I think that it's going to keep growing here. And this, we're going to be a big Halloween destination Absolutely. in the next few years. It's like so ready for it. And so, uh, so you know, I was discouraged because I'd gone through all these deals. It was getting to the summer, and I was looking for a new place for the fall to open it up. And I was like, but bringing it back to the house just wasn't realistic because we had redone the house. And there wasn't really, this thing was built all around the outside of my house, big deal. Um, and I, I needed to have a location to put it in and house it and have a, a place to facilitate it. And um, we were sitting around in the living room, and my wife was looking through some social media, and she came across an ad that the Whittier Museum was getting ready to, to do their trick-or-treat event again and I was like hmm trick-or-treat she's like well why don't you call the museum and see if they'd be interested in a haunted house and so I did and I called and um, Nick Edemeyer the the docent at the museum answered the phone and he said as a matter of fact we've been wanting to do a big haunted house for the last two years and I said well I'm your guy and we struck up a partnership that year and we came out in um, 2001 and uh, since 2001 we've annually been doing the haunted house um, first year was realm of the supernatural with dealt with the historical ghost stories of uptown whittier and then last year we came back with a uh, beyond the gates of turnbull which dealt with all the um, dark history of turnbull canyon which was really 2001 uh two, yeah 2001 and 2002 oh i'm sorry um two uh two 2021. Yeah, I was like, whoa, okay, we're going <laughs> and back. And 2022. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So um, that was, that's a, that's, I, I know that story. You've told me that story, but I wanted everybody else to hear that because I just, I just love the fact that you had such a passion for doing it. You outgrew your space and you're kind of like spinning your wheels a little bit going, where do I take this? I, I, I'm shopping it. Nobody's kind of biting on it. And then Whittier... Uh, where you live, where you want to do it, mm -hmm. connects with you and says, you got free range, man, go for it. Yeah. And it's just amazing how, how when, when two 
entities collide that are like-minded, you know, how far you could take things and how, how big it could go. Because yeah. last year was amazing, man. It's been, it's been a really great partnership. Yeah. Um, just to let everyone know, too, that just to be aware that this is a charity for the, the historical society and the museum. This this helps them to, to, to get some financial income. This is also allowing us to hopefully bring even bigger events to you guys in the future, including this Founders Day and the Haunted House. So um, amazing job, and we're going to talk about that when you come back in a few months because um, you're doing it again this year, and, I, and it's going to be absolutely amazing. But um, does the city have a uh, entertainment plan planner on site? Not that I'm aware of. Um, it, it kind of, from what I'm understanding, it kind of works through parks and recreation, and 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 then there's some individuals that organize like pop-up events for the city, but not an actual like full-blown events planner that like is turnkey or has a team of folks that organize an entire event from from A to Z. So um, it sounds like you could be that guy. I mean, you, is that your wheelhouse? You could you could actually step in and be an enterta- entertainment event planner for the city. Most definitely, yeah. I'd I'd be up for trying to organize something like that if they if they were having the willingness to want to have someone on the team for that. Yeah, I think we actually need that. Um, I think we were talking a little bit before we started about the Whittier uh, Christmas Parade, which is great, but it could definitely be leveled up. Mm-hmm. You know, you could you could do that. Um, the Whittier uh, Uptown Festival. Uh, antique shows. I mean, there's so many different events that we have that could be facil- facilitated in-house by somebody like you. That'd be amazing. Yeah, That'd I'm definitely cool. in, in in most recent time, especially coming out of the pandemic. We don't want to really bring that up and drudge that drudge through that too long because we've been through that for four years, almost four years. Yeah. Now. Um, but I mean, look around at the local community, and there's a lot of entrepreneurial stuff popping out. I mean, you got that two hands. Corn dog place that just opened up the street there in Hadley. The bricks and minifigs Lego store just opened up. It's blowing up. They're doing really well there. It's like this is the city to do it. I mean, if you got an idea, this is the place to make it yeah, happen. Absolutely. I, I always say that. I mean, the only reason why uh, my Whittier podcast and everything I do is thriving is just because of the people that are here. I mean, mm-hmm. you, you, you guys are the rock stars, you guys are the ones that um, are creative. You're pushing all the buttons, very talented. So uh, I agree. I think there's a lot going on in the city, and it's not just food anymore. Mm-hmm. It's a lot of different things. So um, Founders Day, what do you got for us, man? So we, we know the uh, the scope. We know the kind of uh, why Founders Day was uh, is an event. So what do you bring into the table, man? So right now um, we're sitting at about somewhere in the neighborhood, about 40 local organizations and community vendors coming together. That's everything from um, like Boys and Girls Club to the, the, the masonry. The temple's going to have a booth there. We got a few churches involved. Um, we've got the, the Boy Scouts of Whittier troop coming out. They're going to lead the flag salute with a kickoff with the uh, Chamber of Commerce and the mayor in attendance. Um, we have both the Whittier High as well as the Cal High marching bands coming out and doing a live musical performance during the event. Um, we've got a great selection of food that's going to be available, Fat Perps Barbecue. We've got uh, the Hawaiian Hot Dog. Um, we got a cheesecake, uh, a woman that's going to be selling cheesecake on site. We've got uh, uh, Cane's. Um, 
Canes is actually going to be out there this year giving out lemonade to folks. Nice. Um, we got participation from the Whittier Community Theater this year. They're really excited because they're going to be returning in October, the fall season. They're reopening the theater. Oh, that's fantastic! And um, they're 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 going to they have a scope of new shows. They're they're really excited to introduce to the community that's on their their roster. They have a fall show coming up that they spoke with me about, and then they have um, another like four or five events I believe planned for the rest of the year. Um, and they're going to have live historical figures of the history of Whittier walking around to interact with guests and do photo ops. We're going to have a John Greenleaf Whittier look-alike walking around reciting poetry and speaking with the That's guests. Awesome. Yeah, it's going to be really fun and engaging. So uh, one of the things that that we talked about when uh, when this was kind of in the beginning stages and you were in charge and you reached out and you were talking and you're like, Bob, I really want to make this a Whittier-centric Event meaning you wanted the vendors to be from Whittier, you wanted the actors uh, that were going to do the acting, um, walking around and stuff like that from Whittier. You wanted it to be really all Whittier based, and that was pretty cool to hear because you're from Whittier and you're in charge of the, this event. And uh, so is that is that what you did? Is that you, you yeah. Pretty much... um, basically, I can vouch for the fact all for two vendors that I'm currently waiting to see if they're going to sign up everybody's local everybody's a local either a community member or living within this or does business has their business operating within the city and um i wanted to keep it special because this is whittier founders day and this is this is our community event that's awesome man that's going to be a really good thing so um so we got the food we got the entertainment we got the vendors and um, in the past, they've been they kind of did the butter churning and stuff like that. Yeah, be out there again. Yeah, Bailey House will be back with the fresh butter churning and um, the fresh uh, Quaker bread. Um, as far as uh, entertainment and uh, happenings for the kids, we're going to do uh, free lawn games. We're going to have cornhole and we're going to have sack races. Um, the Model A and Model T Vintage uh, Car Club is going to be out with their cars again this year, and we're going to have quite a, a little showing for that. Um, and then as far as entertainment um, for the family and for the kids, um, the, the Lego Bricks and Minifig store is going to be doing a, a, a free Lego building area where the kids get to build Legos. Um, the Whittier Library is going to have a story time uh, for the kids as well as craft making. Um, and then um, some, some of the churches are going to have some craft activities for kids out there. Uh, we have the huge playground there, obviously up there at Central Park, which is always a good draw for the kids. Um, and just a lot of fun. Yeah, I got to commend you for that too, because you know there's so much housing going up in the city of Whittier, and um, I'm not going to say it's bad or good. I'm just I'm just saying there's a lot of housing that are, that's being built, and it's not there's not a lot of uh, family uh, family things going on. You know, a lot of not a lot of family entertainment. So yeah. you're bringing this to the table, and this sounds right, just perfect. It's uh, it's got family entertainment for the kids. And it's a park, it's a picnic, it's entertainment. And Founders Day in the past has been really, really fun. And I think you're going to level this up for sure. Uh, what, what day and time can we expect it? This is going to be May 13th 
Um, that's a Saturday. That's from 9 a.m. to 1 p.m. It's a pretty quick event. It's four hours. I was trying to, I'm hoping in the future we can get the city to extend it to at least like a six to eight hour event, do an all dayer. Because most of the events that the cities do in other cities, they'll make this like an all day event kind of yeah. thing. And it really deserves to go be. to like three or four o'clock at least. Yeah, yeah. yeah after, to the after, early afternoon at least. Um, but, uh, you know, also touching on one of the other happenings that's going to happen is we got Tip Top Barbershop coming out and they're going to do a, a beard and mustache contest at, oh, cool. at noon. Oh, so right. that's nice. going to be pretty fun. Yeah, that's always fun too. They'll also be doing live barbering on site. So if you want to oh, wow. come out, get your beard trimmed or your haircut, oh, get a nice, nice haircut. Um, we're also encouraging guests that are coming to this event. Uh, to dress in 1800s or, or period dress um, just to kind of get in with the spirit yeah, of things. Yeah, that's so cool. That'd be amazing. Bring your picnic blanket. If you want to bring additional food, bring it, have a picnic on the grass and just hang out and have a great time. Yeah, that's awesome. That, that actually sounds like a good time. Bring your uh, little picnic basket, hang out, relax, bring the kids out and uh, get there early because it's a, a very short event, but you could get there early and stay for the full time and have a great time. And um, so anything else you want to add? I don't want to leave anything out for Founders Yeah, Day. just for, for the folks, you know, locals that have been to Central Park are probably familiar with the area. But um, parking right around the park might be a little tight. And we are going to have, um, we are gonna have uh, Bailey Street um, blocked off, just closed down for, that, for those four hours, maybe about six hours of that day, just to help oh, with cool. the ease of load in. Mm -hmm. um, so I encourage folks to just park down at the parking structure, the parking lots down on Greenleaf, and just walk over. It's like two blocks from the parking structure. Yeah, uh, Bright and, Avenue. Yeah, yeah Bright. You know, make it a day down in, down in Uptown. Yeah, and that's the thing, man. Um, I, I walk in Uptown a lot. And uh, I always park, I even park by the movie theater and just walk. I mean, you could park pretty much anywhere. So yeah, yeah just park off site, walk over, get your steps in. It's all good. It's, <laughs> it's all very good. walkable. <laughs> <laughs> it's all good. So, um, well, I appreciate you coming in, man. This is really good information. I'm really glad that we had some context to the event because I always say, I'm always reading the flyer saying, all right, come to Founders Day, check it out. But having you here, Having you break it down, having you tell us exactly what is happening makes it a lot better. It just makes it, the excitement levels kind of going up for me. Thank so you. I can't wait to check it out. And um, we have a lot of uh, creatives like you, a lot of people that are passionate about what they do and what they want to do. And I always like to leave with three tips because you're basically an expert in the themed entertainment creative space, you know, and you chased your dream and now you're kind of actually doing it. Yeah. You know, you're yeah. doing it. And um, do you have any tips, man? Like anything you could throw out there to help people like? I think a big one, especially in, in current times, what we're facing right now as a society, just don't get discouraged, you know? Um, if you got a great idea and you believe in it, just keep keep that passion burning because that's going to get you through the day. Really, you know that's the thing. That you, if that's the thing you live for and you love it, um, just keep seeing it through, and it's gonna it's gonna pan out. It's gonna it's gonna hit. Um, uh, the second thing is, um, I think you know um, it never hurts to reach out to others when you're when you're trying to put that dream together, you know, work on building a network, reach out to your friends and family for when you're in times of need, when you're trying to put this stuff together and um, relish that time with your family too. When you got your downtimes too. take that yeah. break when you need Absolutely. it. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. 
And um, I guess the, the, the third one, um, the third one would be, uh, you know, um, the third one would be, be, you know, just just stick with it. Yeah. Um, I think persevere. Just yeah, don't just quit. persevere. Don't give up on it. Um, like I said, you know, we're talking in terms of the haunted house and getting that to the museum. We're talking about a process that took seven years. I mean, for some people, they're out there facing. It takes longer than that, you know. But if you if you if you have the patience to see it through, it'll 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 land. Your idea. No shortcut to a dream. Right. You can't you can't I mean, cut corners. We're talking about something that's self financed. This isn't like getting oodles of money or anything thrown at it. It's like all out of my own pocket. Like finding the road to, to true see. passion projects. Right. Yeah. Here. Finding finding the road to the finish line. So. When you say, um, you know, enjoy your time with the family and, and unplug and enjoy that, what, um, at what point did you come to that journey, in your journey? Because I know for me, I am, a lot of times it's hard for me to unplug because I'm 24-7 just like thinking about, you know, <laughs> what's going on yeah, and my yeah. Whittier and posting. And so when I do have time now, I, I do unplug and I, and I, and I embrace it. But there are times where I'm just manic and I'm just like thinking about it so much because I got the next idea, the next project, and that. Absolutely. How do you? How did you come to that? Um, I, I came. I came to the conclusion actually. Um, I, I was I was working full time at Disney last year, and my folks, my folks, um, or my wife's folks, um, were actually helping a lot, taking care of our two boys. I have a I have a four year old and a six year old boy, and. Um, they are both going into school now and having getting them around town and her dad just couldn't drive anymore his his nerves went out in his leg and he couldn't drive anymore so i had to i stepped back from the job i just i took i stepped away and i'm now taking a part-time job so i can make the dream still happen but also still facilitate the time and be there for my family and i guess my my recommendation is you have to take that you have to take your day into perspective. When do I have to give my all to my family? And then when do I have that free time to put in, invest into the dream, into the projects? And I have to juggle that. So it's just finding that, that happy medium of that time in the day. Sometimes I don't sleep as much as I probably should, as yeah. you well know, yeah. that to make it happen. But it's, it's the, the payoffs is worth it in the end. Yeah, know? it starts to come down to that. We talked uh, to a gentleman last week. Um, and it comes down to time management. Really, mm -hmm. it just really comes to that, you know. Mm -hmm. And then when you're doing one thing, you got to be focused and all in when you're there and mm -hmm. doing that. So, and I think I think also just being upfront with your 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 professional your business obligations about I need to set this time aside for my family. Don't be afraid to say I got to take this time off to take a vacation with my kids and my wife, you know, and go somewhere. It's still going to be there when you get back. It's going to be yeah. back. And if they can't if you're at a place where they don't value that, then you got to assess that too. Yeah, and sometimes when you unplug, you come back and even stronger, you know, cuz sometimes you're so like caught up in it and you're just thinking about it so much that you're kind of stuck, you're spinning mm -hmm. your wheels. So mm -hmm. But yeah, man, these are good tips. Ryan Banfield, and uh, I was going to say, if you don't mind if coming back in a few months when it gets closer to October and we could really dive into your haunted house and, and talk about that coming Absolutely. up at the museum. Yeah, if folks are interested in seeing more about my, like, my professional background in entertainment, they can check out um, prolifix.com. That's P-R-O-L-I-F-X.com. 
um, and you can contact me with me there. And where can we get you on your socials? Your uh, for, um, for the um, stuff. Most of my stuff is on Instagram. You can um, you can find it um, by typing in search bar prolifics for for uh, Instagram for the studio, and then for the haunted house, it's haunted rose haunted attraction. Um, and then for Night Shadow Theater, it's just Night Shadow Theater on Instagram. And, and then you can find that stuff pretty easily on Facebook as well. Cool. All right, man. Thank you so much for being here. I really appreciate it, man. And I look forward. I'll see you at Founders Day. Yeah, man. Thank you thank so you. much. Well, there you have it. Ryan Banfield, entertainment specialist, event guru. Really cool dude. He knows his stuff. He's very intelligent and... Um, he has a passion for it, and we were talking about his upcoming haunt at the Whittier Museum, and he is definitely going to level up. It is going to be a really, really good one, and um, I can't wait for that. I can't wait to have him back to talk about that, but we know now that uh, Founders Day is going to be leveled up, and uh, got a lot of really cool things to do and see at this upcoming Founders Day. So I just wanted to thank Ryan Banfield once again for coming in and painting the picture, letting us know what is happening, what to expect, where to park, and all that good stuff. So thank you, Ryan, and I hope that everyone will be out at Founders Day to enjoy that special event. I will be there, and uh, if you see me, stop me and say hello. I'd love to meet you guys. As I mentioned, uh, May is going to start ramping up for the events. That's kind of the month that we just kick off the season for uh, everything going on, you know, uh, estate sales and yard sales. God, I miss yard sales. It rains so much, um, but I, I can't wait to see the yard sales pop up, do some estate selling and stuff like that. So that's going to be really cool. Um, the car show, the Whitwood car show is going to be back in may i believe i'm not sure what day in may but i believe uh the car show at the whitwood shopping center will be back in may they had a huge october blowout there was thousands of people there and um that was super super cool and they always end with a bang so they will be back in may so look out for that of course we got founders day and then uh uh, Madre's Brunch, we um, have been talking about them over the past uh, few months, and they are moving. They're moving their location. They're officially uh, moved to 7040 Greenleaf Avenue, 90602. So if you go down there to the old location, they just moved about two blocks over, and that's where they're at now. So go check it out. They have a really big space now. And uh, that's going to cut down on wait times for sure. And that's over by the uh, Whittier Theater. Uh, tomorrow, I am going to talk at uh, Friendly Hills Country Club. And it's going to be my first um, speaking engagement. And um, it's going to be for the Friendly Hills Women's Club. And so I'm looking forward to that. I'm looking forward to that. Like I said, I, I've never really formally talked in front of a group before. But um, this year, as you guys know, I'm just trying to, to push a little bit and um, get out of my comfort zone. You never want to be too comfortable uh, for too long. And so um, I'm committed to the podcast. I'm committed to my YouTube channel. And um, some groups are reaching out to me and asking me to come out and speak. So I'm going to give it a shot. I'm going to give that a shot tomorrow morning. 
actually tomorrow afternoon. And if that goes well, I think I have another one in June for another group. So I'll keep you guys posted, uh, maybe get some video footage of that and see how that goes. We're just going to talk about the, the My Whittier uh, brand and how we're um, involved with the community, helping out, trying to um, shine a light on all the good things that Whittier has to offer, stuff like that. So that's going to be really, really fun. And then um, we got some new businesses opening up and some information regarding the Uptown Whittier Promenade that we'll get to on our next podcast episode. Hey, I want to thank everybody for going out to see uh, Don the Cactus Man uh, last weekend. Last Saturday, he had a great uh, succulent sale. And if you follow me on uh, my socials, you're going to know when those uh, sales happen because he contacts me and lets me know. And then we post those uh, those sales. It's over on Hadley and Gregory, and it's Don's Butterfly Garden. He has amazing deals on succulents and a vast, vast knowledge of plants so he's very helpful the prices are amazing and if you love succulents for your yard or as gifts or maybe you make them for for friends uh, this is a really great place to get those and so uh, make sure and tune in to uh, our social media platform that way you know when the next sale is going to be but for those of you that did go out thank you so much i really appreciate that and so does don All right, that's just going to do it for us today. Thank you for joining me today. I really, really appreciate you guys. Make sure and stop by the My Whittier Pop-Up Shop, 10046 Scott Avenue, Whittier, California, 90603. We are open Monday through Saturday, 10 a.m. to 1 p.m., closed for lunch, and then open again from 2 to 6. Um, We just got a shipment in of hats, brand new hats. Um, A lot of the hats that I wear in the videos and... um, on Instagram and Facebook and my YouTube channel. You guys ask about those hats and they are available. You can grab them and we're starting to ramp up our hats and uh, working on getting some more t-shirts in. So if you ever want to stop by, say hello, grab a hat. I am available Monday through Friday and then I have a weekend manager here on Saturday. And uh, make sure and subscribe to the Whittier Parrot newsletter. The Whittier Parrot is live now you can subscribe and uh, get that newsletter it is going to be really awesome uh, cultivating that and bringing that to life for you the Whittier resident and uh, again thanks again for uh, listening to the show I really appreciate it we upload on Wednesdays we talk everything Whittier California and I will see you guys I'll catch you guys next time right here on the My Whittier Podcast take care guys